Hi, everyone, and uh, and welcome back to another Hard Truth. Hi, Alana. Hi, David, and how can you, you, you two, uh, our producer, and you were talking about David Bowie, how can you compare that to my husband's exquisite uh, composition and, and flawless playing? You know how difficult that is. All, all, all that guitar work, Alana, it gets us off to a great start, always every episode. So, so listen. I, um, I remember that there's some redeeming points about the man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd be really pleased to know that. So, so, so everybody, I know we're 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 recording this one live as we as is our want, uh, but it will go out on on replay as well. So, uh, you know, whether you are are watching this live on here on on Twitter, on Getter, on on, on Rumble, on Odyssey, or blah 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 blah, or whether you listen to it as some of you do uh, on the uh, podcast channel, whichever which way. Anyway, it's it's good to have you here. And uh, I can see, in fact, Alana, what I'll do is I must just, as we're chatting, I must just bring up so that I can see the stream over on Getter so I can see the folks' yes. comments. And David, do you remember that some of my people go to Rumble? Yes, and I think Jed will be trying to keep an eye out for as many people as we can. So let me just, uh, Alana, it's a little bit laborious, but I just have to click across and bring up a different screen and with the magic of technology right i can see everybody so okay so it's been a while since we've been to been together uh and uh, yeah, thank you for the kind uh, messages folks uh thank you for uh, for acknowledging our return here to the uh to the scene of our former crimes um uh, alana tell me what 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 have been the things that have been um <laughs> agitating you in recent times well, the, the thing that's amazing, we have a meek opposition from the relatively sane uh, faction wing of the GOP uh, offering meek opposition to the Ukraine project. It's become a, a program and a project, hasn't it? Um, and of course, since we're ramping up to uh, election season, that means ramping up to war. So the GOP can't just be the no war, the diplomacy, the neutrality party. It's offering up an alternative, China. So <laughs> I'm, I am uh, quite, uh, I'm not surprised, of course. I, I was surprised when I came to the country and watched it in, in, in real time, you know, ramp yeah. up to Iraq. Uh, but this batshit crazy build up to, you know, American belligerence uh, uh, against China is pretty appalling. And and that's one thing the conservative voter kind of likes. What do you think? Am I wrong? No, I think I think Alana, you're spot on. I mean, I, I, the, the bit that amazes me, and that's why I wanted us to chat off, to start off talking about this, is what what we see in Ukraine being cranked up by NATO, uh, which is essentially US UK, is 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 like. It's really, really bad. And, and you and I have talked about it so long. And right at the beginning, we flagged up this is such a bad thing and the carnage and the loss of life. And you would have thought that was enough. But, but you're right, Alana. It's not enough because I think China is being prepped to be I, – I don't know what you think. I, I would not be in the least surprised if by 2025 there's a conflict – over Taiwan of some sort, and it's going to be the U.S. and China going going at it uh, down there. And I think NATO will do the same there as they've done in Ukraine. What do you think? No, I, I agree. I have nothing 
nothing to predict. I think they're training in California already. There are all kinds mm -hmm. of military sites you can, I don't know the veracity of the information, but certainly they are ramping up there. Um, of course, the, the, the last podcast we did, I think we had uh, over 5,000 or close on 6,000 views. Please subscribe, folks. Um, yeah. uh, I think we, we were, we spoke about, um, you know, the, the distraction of the Biden, I can't even remember, I told, uh, things change, but the principles remain the same. Yeah, uh, we're talking about the distraction that the Biden documents, he left some documents somewhere, and that's all conservatives uh, could talk about it, but, but substitute that podcast with the hot air balloon in China, and the principles are the same. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's exactly the same, Alana, it's exactly the same. And, and you mentioned the word distraction, and we'll talk about that more as we go through the next uh, period together, because I think distraction is fundamentally the game that, that they play on us. They, they like to divide us, and they like to distract us. And, uh, and that's, I think if you approach things politically from that point of view, it explains nearly everything, to be honest. I think it's it's you know we always have the this argument or not this argument the slight point of difference. I don't see planfulness in the amoeba that is government. I really see it as more reflexively doing things. You know, you have the worst of people, the stupidest of people, and reflexively, yeah. uh, the the organism does stuff, bad stuff to keep itself um, growing, accreting more and more power. I don't think they even know what they're doing. They're so stupid. And and uh, look at the COVID. What's happening in 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 England now? They've suddenly oh. discovered that th they haven't. They've discounted the dissident community from from what you've told mm. me, and mm. they've discovered that there are some issues about it. T tell me about it. Well, well, I mean, you know, it's a really interesting point you make. Is it some sometimes I, I allege mendacity and malign intent? And, and you oh, just, there is, there is that, but that's that natural, well. not, yeah. not a and, function of planfulness and and scheming. Maybe I haven't looked. I'm not naturally drawn to conspiracy, but there's place for it. Uh, maybe uh, oh, yes. talk about the new reset and all that. It's very possible that people like Bill Gates and others do get together and and discuss our destiny. Um, you know, our cockroach eating destiny. But but um, I don't think the people at the lower level are planful yeah. anyway. Yeah, no, Alana, I can agree on that point. I think there are some few um, intellects who who are well capable of 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 control and an exercise, and then there's a, there's reams of people below them who are just low level on the make opportunists, you know. And some of them, some of them actually might be well intentioned, but then of course the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So I don't care about their good intentions. But you know, yeah, I, I do think that you know just to, just to focus on China, like. Like it's it's amazing how China though is being it's kept boiling away, isn't it? I mean, in the states, the, it, it, the, there's the, the the GOP love to have a go at China, and and I tweeted out today something which I wonder what you think of this. I said I don't think that America's enemies are to be found in Beijing or Moscow. I think they're to be found in Washington. Yes, but the two are not mutually. You you can you can um, regard Ch China as as an extremely complex, voracious um, 
consuming resources all over the world, buying up property and farmland in America, that they don't touch. Oh, no. Free, free uh, private property rights. You can't stop Chinese from buying up or buying up our suburbs, creating homelessness. Um, you know, the high-tech industry imports people mm. who, who who get a you know i've been in the high you know the, the family is uh, is a high-tech family here my husband is it they import yeah. people and mass who immediately get packages two hundred thousand. they are in seattle seattle used to be quirky beautiful um like it or not it was very yeah. eccentric artistic yeah. now it's full of these dullards these these techies with these you know the, the uh, an apartment it, it you can't get an apartment under eight hundred thousand a small one bedroom people are homeless because of this so um china mm. is definitely complicit i believe that buying up uh, masses amounts of property there are certain things you can do practically my point is always you can you can safeguard your property your intellectual property rights you can become more competitive ditch affirmative action and institutional rot where you are replacing um, the US government hasn't had an entrance exam and this is in cannibal uh, yeah. by myself although Darren Beatty would say not that he, he wrote it I'm just kidding people who, ex who claim that I haven't wasn't the first person to offer the mm -hmm. blueprint of the anti-white society in, in uh, 2011 with anti with uh, into the cannibal spot but the um, last entrance exam in the US government was in 1982. Such institutional rot that mm. we have, the Chinese don't have. So we can start making, do you see what I'm saying? We can well, yeah. there are ways to combat China other than go to war. But China is mercantilist and we are militarist. That's the only language. Yeah, that, 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 that's a fair point. I mean, I, I, I have, uh, I, I have, I know people who are who have a deep understanding of of China and mm -hmm. how it operates. And one of the things they always say to me is that if you want to make it to the top of the Chinese political system, right, you've got to. I mean, you've got to be very highly uh, educated. Uh, you've got to be top of your tree. You've got to have worked your way all the way up. Um, it's done in ability. Uh, so, so only the very best. Now, you might loathe them, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, and, if you embezzle, and if you embezzle, they take you and shoot you in the head. Yeah. They do that. Now, okay, Alana, tell me more about the United States government then, because it's you know it. I mean, this program yeah. is all about what I call institutional rot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when I in, when I wrote Cannibal, I, uh, you, people are now talking about the electrical grid here. Yeah. It's going the way of South Africa. And when I wrote Cannibal, I explained the the um, how ESCOM ESCOM is was a, what purist libertarians would call a socialist institution. It, it, it was owned by the government. It still supplied um, it still supplied Africa with electricity. ESCOM was, was South, the South African uh, utility, yeah. one and only utility yeah. company. I don't, I hadn't experienced power outages until I came to the United States. Um, and, and, you know, we had pretty yeah. southeaster in Cape Town is, is famous um, for, for knocking out stuff. Then everything began to be replaced, you know, and in South Africa, the, the, the African is a, ma a majority. And um, one of the points I made in the book is there was a memo for ESCOM, no hiring white engineers for a year. <laughs> it's it's in this, in this country now. 
they're doing that. Yeah. So yeah. what they're looking at is not uh, purely an inability to maintain the forests and unwillingness. They're also looking at incompetence. Yeah. If, if you look at South Africa at the moment, as you know, I'm sure you're well aware, Alana, the rolling power cuts and all that. I mean, people... Yeah, that's been quite a while. And, you know, people keep... What do you think about the South Africa collapsing? I consider that I dealt with that, the structural uh, issue of the collapse. Yeah. And what I say to people when they, they'll send me articles and say, South Africa is collapsing, what about us? I just say, pot, kettle, black. Mm. Mm. It's the mm. pot calling the kettle black at this... Uh, stage because we have homelessness second to none people worse than South Africa worse than South Africa oh yeah I mean um, I've seen crime so much. South Africa I think when they had the riots in 2001 or I can't remember um, and I repeat myself uh, you know listeners should forgive me um, I made the point it was quite unusual because uh, Junger Freer the Germans are intellectual they, they love the point they published the the uh, column they said this is so unusual I said this is the time to praise the beloved country from the title Cry the Beloved Country uh, by uh, Alan Payton, famous anti-apartheid novel, mm. because as ugly as their riots were in South Africa, every single leader came out in a joint declared um, declaration of values. Mm arrest these criminals, jail them, shoot them on the spot if you have to. Uh, Ramaphosa had 20,000 military. I don't know how good they were. But there mm. was a certain unity of values. When we had our, our riots here, did we have that? We had the Democrats um, raising money to to release the, BLA, uh, the Black Lives um, Matter hooligans mm. and the Antifa hooligans and the Republicans standing down. Oh, Trump said, we yes, we're sending the National Guard, but only to defend federal property. So there was, no, yeah. there was no declaration of values. So yes, South Africa is collapsing because of these institutional uh, deficits, yeah. but the, the leadership, Butelezi, Ramaphosa, every single leader from the left to the right came out with, a, except the commies, came out um, with a declaration of shared values about rioting. Mm, yeah, I just wanted to say, Alana, one of our uh, friends over in Rumble, I think, uh, I think Jed just Kerry. flashed up. Kerry? Uh, Kerry, I think, yeah. Uh, Kerry came up with a point there regarding... Oh, he's, he's, yeah, do put it up again. He's pretty... Yeah, the, the, I mean... Chicons, the Chicons. The Chicons, <laughs> ooh, yeah, they're so scary, they're so scary. Silent yeah. on the high black crime and the demographic, yeah. Well yeah, put absolutely. Kerry. Completely agree. Yep, yep. I mean, and this is this is. Well, let me ask you a question then. I mean, uh, I know we we kind of um, we, we talked oh, about this. Very, sorry, David. Very important point. Uh, Brookie thirty makes not made in China. I, I wanted to start this with a demonstration, but I'm glad you you, you um, took that off the the roster. Not to not to buy anything made in China. Well, I'm for free markets. If stuff made in China was good, fine. I wanted to show the, you the ubiquitous, I'm sure you have them too, American kettle. Mm -hmm. You have the American kettle. It's a thing you buy. It's made in China. It costs about $60, $70. Uh, it's not cheap. And every six months, well, okay, go, it goes, it's got this, every single kettle, you no longer plug things in so that, that the water excited, is excited through energy straight from the wall. It has this little conduit because the American consumer is too lazy to move the kettle and, and uh, fill it with water. Conduit full of uh, shitty 
17 cents worth of, of uh, chi Chinese electronics. So every six months, this thing will fail. My husband, who's PhD, RF engineer, brilliant, yeah. puts, on the, puts on the jacket and rushes out to, the, to Bed Bath & Beyond to get get a kettle every every six months this, this thing goes on the on the uh, yeah. land yeah, this time i put a stop to that i put a stop to that i said we're not doing that again we have until we find a stove a hot water kettle that goes on the stove you remember yeah we used to have those in the olden days if you have an induction i've, I've uh, tried to heat about three liters uh, three liters in two minutes with an induction mm. And it took, and and I'm now looking for I'm looking. There's a French there's a French um, made in France uh, hot water kettle that goes on your stove. It's 115 dollars, mm. and it won't it won't. You'll have it for for a lifetime. See, see Alana, we, the, the, the consumer has to make these choices. Yeah, uh, um, was right. Yes, but the problem is that we live in the age of the instant disposableness. That's what we want. People don't want longevity. People want something cheap that doesn't last very long, and then they go and buy something more. That's the problem. I mean, it's a definite problem, Alana, we, we face. And but, but that's how we've allowed China to become a global economic power. We've exactly. outsourced so exactly. much. Not not just the States, but here in Europe as well. We've outsourced so much of manufacturing exactly. to them. Yeah. It's it's pathetic, and then but then how can we bitch? Because we've given you know, them the economic David, power. That's, that's why I always say, and you said mm. the government the government reflects the people, you know. Mm. And this is actually a good point to to um, move mm. on to um, Christopher Ray and his announcement that suddenly no. very vested. What do you make of it? He's vested in the origin of the COVID. COVID-19, and he yeah. has decreed, this very credible man has decreed that it uh, comes from a Chinese government-controlled lab. You sent me the link. Yeah, you see, what I like is the way you can say that and not laugh. Even to, to read that, I would have to laugh, Alana. You, you're much better at keeping a straight face than I am. Yeah, so you, I did send you that, actually, like Christopher Ray. It, it all came from a Chinese lab. Well, to, to use a word we used earlier in this conversation, distraction. Total distraction. Nobody believes anything Christopher Ray says. Well, no sane person would believe anything Christopher Ray says. So there's your first point. But appointed by Trump. Appointed by Trump. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so Christopher Ray. If I mean, look, no one's believing believing him. But, but that's not really the point. The point is, why did he say it in the first place? And I go. This is why, Alana, we wanted to start talking about China because it is, I think, a point that. Uh, oh, hang on. There's another comment coming across from our good friends in Rumble. Just Pine says. With both political parties pandering to different extents to the rioters, there does not seem to be a legal path to reversing this downfall. downfall. Alana, do you want to comment on that? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, well, listen, I, I fundamentally agree with you, um, although I'm not sure. I, I don't rioters. Know that, Which rioters? I mean, the GOP are... Good one's really, the bad one. <laughs> oh, well, oh, oh, by the way, did everyone see... By the way, thanks to everybody over in Getterstream. I see you all over there. I just wanted to acknowledge it. Um, uh, did you see the stuff today coming out, by the way, the, cover, the footage that has been released uh, yeah. in yeah. what was happening on January the 6th with yeah. the shaman? You remember the, the famous shaman? Excellent point, David, because this is exactly the GOP. I watched Tucker and, and wonderful that, that he's exposing this. 
but you could see what was the position on, I, I don't want to watch, I'll watch a news program like Trace Gallagher, but I won't watch the news porn, um, which is mm -hmm. the opinion shows. What was the position by the inept um, guests that he had on? was just to shout a lot about this, the Democrats lied, the Democrats lied, the committee lied about the footage. They selectively incriminated these people, but that's not the fucking point, excuse my language. Yep. The point very plainly is the fact that there are certain procedural laws when you take an oath in a government committee, um, there is penalty when you lie, when you deceive the country. They never touch on that. Where's the pe penalty? Um, yeah. You know, you can't you can't lie on a government committee. You can't construct it on on a lie. So, rather than demand accountability, we just uh, it's sort of like shock and awe news, and then it that then it will pass. But people are languishing in jail. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. These are real human beings, and yeah, so the yeah. people who lied about real human beings. These. There has to be a legal process just to, to open up all all the uh, the court cases and to start reconsidering the gamut of the evidence. Where's that? Where is that? There's, well, there's... I totally agree, Alana. And as somebody says, Biotech Babe says over here, the January 6th political prisoners uh, or should must not just exonerate it, but to your point, Alana, we need to go beyond that. We need to hold the people legally culpable for yeah, what that's the only know. point if you're going to break news that suggests criminality someone sw swears an oath uh in a, on a government committee one these people mm -hmm. are, are mm -hmm. sworn to uphold the constitution yeah uh, these are elected representatives there's recourse to lying and cheating the public mm -hmm. that is never that is maybe that is something of is it is it psychological? Is it stupidity? Is this is it the meekness of the the Republican? Is it a um, a uh, blind spot? How do you explain that? Maybe there is something to your conspiracy. Maybe Tucker and producers. Tucker's a bright man. Does he go on there and say, "I'm going to expose this and I'm going to lament this and it's going to be you know, I'm going to offer no recourse." But there's never any recourse. Well, you see, uh, the thing is, I don't believe anything I hear from anyone on the mainstream media. I don't, because because even with, say, Fox, I mean, there are, let's put it like this, financial considerations. Uh, Kerry says here, very quite right, it was a spontaneous trespassing event, nothing more. But actually... I will just Kerry, add in the people's house, because... Um, exactly, house, Alana, yeah. All those buildings belong to the people. And it was quite beautiful, the shaman... Really, it's something quite uh, innocent and, and sweet about the shaman just wandering through, and instinctively, the the cops didn't wrestle him to the ground or anything. It's nope. just just a, an eccentric in the sixties. I think the, it was the hippies. It was exactly, but but the thing is, the shaman and all those others political prisoners, something, Alana, that we would have expected to see, maybe say in the Soviet Union and times gone past. But this is this is. The, this is modern America. Political prisoners. Every one of those people should be released. For but also in South Africa, we uh, used to have um, arrest without trial. We used to call it. Um, mm -hmm. But even they had to let people go after a certain certain period. But there was arrest without trial, and I see this routinely. So when people uh, send me links from South Africa, I say pot kettle black. We have people languishing without due process. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let, let's hope that. I mean, I'm not sure what to make of this new Republican House and all of that. I've got, I've got questions. Let's put it like that. But at least the footage has been released, and and the footage might go some way if there were people who had real, you know, what to actually uh, go after the, as you put it, Alana, the the liars, uh, the deceivers, those in in, in office who for the last, what, three years have lied through their teeth about what happened in that January day. Lied through the teeth. No, people like Pelosi, she needs to be brought back and made to pay for her crimes, in my opinion. You know, uh, uh, there's so many of them. And the Republicans, the Republicans, they could have asked for the demand of the footage, the legislators, the our representatives. And, and hello to my friend Dawn over in Aloha, over in Hawaii. I don't know, where were you, Donnie girl, on uh, Friday when I was talking to Ed Dowd, who's on Maui, I think. Uh, where were you then? I didn't see you. I don't feel, I mean, I'll watch you folks to see where you all are. But yeah, so Alana, look, let's hope we get some justice for January 6th. Let's hope yeah. that um, America does not get itself in, uh, wrapped up in stupid uh, conflagration with China, but I think it. I think it will. I think yes, it will because it's such a distraction to the, such, the yeah. institutional rot that we are encountering. Yeah. yeah, and that's recovered now. But I have to get back to the the richness of Christopher Ray saying that now he is quite sure that um, you know uh, the leak came from from. I've never I've never bought that. I mean, leaks in bio safety level four quite. Nope quite common in the US and in China. And quite frankly, uh, coming from the FBI, it's quite rich. It's the intentional leak theory coming from the FBI has the same consistency of claiming, as the FBI said, I think, a, a few weeks ago, that Russia blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. 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 It's, it's exactly the same, Alana. One's as credible as the other. Um, you know, and I don't know. The other has been exploded out of the water. So, the other theory. Yeah, so. I think I, I think so. Yeah, but 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 as I say, I think that the, the pointer we're laying down here right now, Alana, is uh, you know these things are said for purpose. Uh, Christopher Ray said that for purpose. It, whether it flies or not I, is, is immaterial. It's all about painting. Um, China as the indisputable bad guy. And by the way, Alana, if we want to talk about bio labs, what about the bio labs in Ukraine? What about the bio labs? Oh, yeah, we covered that in one of our podcasts. We did. We yeah. did. Yeah. But, but have you noticed, Alana? Most people don't talk about them anymore. Yes, we, they were we, just. It was if if the boss, if the boss can find that podcast, uh, we called it "Weapons of Mass Destruction" found in yeah. in Ukraine. That was the uh, yeah. But, yeah, I but, mean. What clinches, I've always, okay, people, the conservatives are going to be extremely upset with me, but I've stuck to, I do believe that this RNA strand is behaving, there you go, we did yep. it, yep. We did, actually, I wonder, when when did we do, what was the date on that, we were, we were so, <laughs> Alana, we were talking about this, uh, oh, my eyesight's not good enough, uh, but uh, I can't There's no it. Oh, there's no date on it, right? I, well, there's no date I can see anyway. We covered it anyway. That's the point. W I think it was early on, maybe April last year yeah. or something. It, it was actually a lama. It, it was a good title. That was, that was your title, Weapons of Mass Destruction in Ukraine. That was, yeah. that was good. 11 yeah. months ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so Christopher Ray, um, all but about... To me, David, I mean, the, um, the trajectory of the 
little RNA COVID strand follows quite conventionally the, the trajectory that, that is predicted by epidemiologists. I mean, it's gone from lethal to mild, which seems to me to contradict. I know our viewers are going to be jumping up and down, China, China. Um, it's, it, it contradicts the theory of the lab. It's not behaving as a super bug. It's now mild. It went from quite lethal to well, a certain segment of the. I know you you disagree. I thought I thought there was some um, there was some um, sting in the first variant. That was my opinion. The other well, thing is the Chinese are generally generally unlike the Anglo American and European axis. The Chinese government, whatever or fallacies, and we we hate them. Um, we just want to leave them to decide their own fate. They seem to act in the national interest, which I think we rule out with England, America, and Europe. The Chinese act in the, the national interest. The other thing that I would always say that, that to, leads me to believe that the Chinese people are behind this and they all, they're eating. They capture, torture, boil alive, and consume animals and all the other, whether it's H2, N2, in 57 H3, um, N2, I think it was, in 68, SARS and SARS-CoV-2, they all came from, you know, they crossed the species barrier. So I think the Chinese with their uh, wet markets uh, have established their, um, yeah, exactly. When you eat that, you're going to, bad, bad stuff is going to happen. Um, well, the, 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 the thing about it is that... Um... To me, the origins of COVID, the origins of COVID, and, and I, I take the point you're making there, but again, I think the origin story is irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant. I, I know Donald Trump mightn't agree with me, but I think it's irrelevant. I, I'm much more interested in what happened in 2021, 2022, when they rolled out experimental gene therapy exactly. on the global exactly. population, resulting in extraordinary levels of death, an adverse reaction and and i'm just like you know alana we want to hold the people who put the january 6th prisoners to account i think we should be holding the people who rolled out these gene therapies on the most dodgy scientific grounds ever um yeah. and, and they need to be held responsible you know so um so i think the lab leak is just distraction yes. no i agree with you on the political level but i guess as a uh, I should apologize for being a conservative, a reactionary. I'm right of any conservative. I'm so, someone said I'm so right, I'm left, which is yeah. true. Um, I know the feeling, yeah. To be yeah. a conservationist, conservative, as I yeah. think. But but predictably, and I, I'll, I, I agree with everything you said on the meta, on the political level, it is about distraction because the meaningful uh, political events were locked out moving the overtone mm -hmm. window mm -hmm. to uh, eliminate our individual rights and constitutional yes. rights. But predictably, the left, the left chose to forsake animals in this whole issue. The torture of the Chinese market, which are set up, I don't know if you have them in England, we have them in New York. And I did some research no. there, perfectly there, you don't have them. No, thank God, no. Thank God. So they absolutely um, shunned any attempt to... To, and in fact, Tucker Carlson said the other day, first week in March, said that wet markets are only for fish. Well, that's not true. Wet markets nope. are set up by immigrants in the U.S. as well, are where 
animals, mammals, and our feathered friends are tied up, stacked in cages, and slaughtered on the spot for yep. freshness. You think that doesn't create some sort of sickness? Uh, so let's just make the point. I know. Yeah, uh, listen, being emotional, but a lot of the young conservatives actually feel what I'm saying. Hmm. Yeah, uh, well, m many many years ago, I did visit southern China, and really? I, I, yeah, uh, no, a long time ago. I'm talking about thirty years ago, right? And I went to one of these markets. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And it just got, I mean, horrific would be the word. Uh, I mean, they just, everything, dogs, cats, snakes, you name it. Every species that they can get their hands on, they will sell and they will eat and consume. Now, some people will say in defense of them, well, you mustn't forget the famine that they went through. And that got them into this mindset of consuming everything. But honestly, i got to be honest, Alana, and I mean, as a dog owner, I can't conceive. As a parrot, as, as someone who's owned by a parrot. As a parrot owner, yeah. I can't conceive of anyone wanting to eat something like that uh, 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 to my mind a soul like a like a dog i i i uh, i get very annoyed about that you know and uh, but, David, but I, will, I will so we not to i mean you know the whole conservative shtick is that the chinese noble people need to be liberated but you and i've made the point yeah. that governments reflect uh, the people um they're just freedom loving civilized you know waiting around when the government uh, gave them the COVID, which doesn't figure because, as we said, the nope. Chinese government generally, once COVID came, it was ruthless. But that's the, the COVID mm -hmm. wasn't in the interest of the Chinese. However, let's not, uh, I'm sure one of our um, animal-loving uh, conservatives will remind me, let's not exonerate ourselves from the way we husband animals. Well, well, well yeah. In the, in the agro farm, yeah. uh, those are also... A lot of the um, other yeah. uh, diseases we mentioned did break up, break up yeah. those sort of um, Actually, animal husbandry. Alana, Kerry made a good comment over oh, yeah? there. Bring it, bring it back to. I like. I laughed at this. Uh, so Kerry, having worked in a Chinese takeout for about five months in college, looked in the kitchen and he's surprised a new virus wasn't introduced to the popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, well, actually, things like you see this whole avian. I mean, I've got big issues with this avian flu, and I think one of the things that causes this illness in birds, it's 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 to do with the the the, the hygiene, uh, the, the 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 sanitary conditions these poor little animals are kept in. I think we carry a lot of responsibility and, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I'm very questioning of the whole issue of bird flu. I read in the press today that America is thinking of slaughtering X million of birds. You know, it's cruel. But then, Alana, I also saw, again, just to, we'll, we'll wrap up in this one in a second and then we'll talk about things. Yeah, okay. But just FYI, I saw as an image that kind of broke my heart. And it was uh, it was taken in China and it was of uh, a big trench, a big trench that they dug with a JCB in the ground. And they were herding all these thousands and thousands of ducks, live ducks. And the plan was to bury these animals alive because they might have got bird flu. And honestly, Alana, th th that is just that horrifies me, being honest. It horrifies me. How could you bury things alive 
Docs, you know, awful. On the, on, the, on the practical level, I think if you go to, there have been many exposés on ALF, um, uh, mass, uh, what do you call it? The agro, um, the animal farm, yeah. you know, the pigs and the chickens and all that. There have been many exposés and it's it's filthy, oh, it's cruel, it's ruthless, yeah. it's yeah. um, industrialised um Killing, I don't know. Uh, I well, tried to be a vegan. I didn't manage, but um, so, so yeah, we we uh, are mm. not blameless. And of course, those other diseases. Which one started here? Was it? Um, I can't remember. I know that H one N one flu was started in Mexico, but under those similar conditions. So to me, yeah. the whole wet yeah. market, which is not fish, wet market is you've you've seen them mammals yeah. birds slaughtered on the spot. Um, it makes yes, sense, right. and especially the fact that COVID went from a lot more virulent to mild. Now it's just nothing. Mm, yeah, it did. Well, which leads me then, Alana, let's use that as a segue, because I want to move on. And I just wanted to give you a bit of an update on shenanigans, COVID shenanigans in the UK. Uh, and I did send you this stuff, and this is to do with, um, this is to do with a story that's not a story. And it goes back to my desire not to believe what I see placed in the media. So the, the, the very brief synopsis is here in the UK, um, we have had one, the health minister who, who was he's called Matt Hancock. He was in charge of all the COVID uh, tyranny, as far as I'd be concerned, uh, and dur during you know, the peak time. Uh, and um, he, um, so, so, so he had written a book with a journalist and as part of the writing of the book, he'd shared a lot of WhatsApp messages with mm -hmm. her. She then went to the major national press at the weekend. Uh, now, she's an establishment she figure, by the way. A is complete she establishment figure. Is she yeah, no, that's, a, that's a proud uh, name, isn't it? It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a lovely name. She comes from a, a let's say, a, dynastic, a famous conservative philosopher. Yeah. A dynastic background she comes from. And then she, she then, all the, sort of these uh, messages were all released. And what the messages uh, purport to show, this is this is a little article I put on it. That was me. Uh, is a, uh, uh, my mother was called Isabel. And my mother's, my mother's um, she always made this joke about Isabel necessary on a bicycle. It was a little joke. So I just wanted to spin it a wee bit more with a much more of a vicious twist. And uh, if we just bring the headline up, Jay, just up to the top. Yeah, just up. Isabel necessary to believe in genocide because I don't need Isabel to release WhatsApp messages showing Matt Hancock um, saying, oh, we need to scare people more. Oh, we need to, um, uh, you, you know, we need to frighten them. We need to release the new variant. By the way, Alana, how would you release a new variant? Hmm, seems a bit weird. Uh, so, so here's my bit. And this is, this is the point. I, 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 give me your thoughts on this. So there's, this is dominated the news head media over here in the UK. And so, oh, look at the, this, this bunch of uh, incompetent politicians, to your earlier point today, you know, incompetent, they don't know what they're doing, um, they didn't know how to handle COVID. That's a problem for me because that, in a way, uh, abdicates responsibility. Not, I don't care about what they did. Lockdowns, yeah, lockdowns were bad, 100%. Masks were bad. But these were the monsters that imposed the jabs, who removed bodily autonomy, who coerced loads of people, uh, who, who, you used, deployed a drug called midazolam 
and, and morphine in large quantities in care homes, which caused a huge surge in the death of elderly people in March, April, May 2020. So you see, I look upon this as, this is a distraction story. I don't care. I want to know, where's the messages about the midazolam? It's, it's, I don't even understand what quite this journalist is revealing. What is she revealing? Yeah. 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 Well, it's dominated the news a Because our, our minds are just geared towards when will we have uh, adjudication over this massive eradication of, of individual rights, Magna Carta and, and yeah. constitutional uh, yeah. rights, and they're not going back. Have they rescinded all those, um, those power grabs? Have they? They can do that again, can't they? Well, they can, but I, I believe, and this is where the plot gets worse, I believe they're doing this because next month in April, the World Health Organization is proposing a global pandemic treaty, which in the event of a future pandemic, Alana, would give it legal authority to determine what the health response would be in all signatory countries. And that would include, by the way, the United States and, and here in the UK. So in other words, our traitorous governments are planning, I believe they'll do it. They're gonna say, Oh, we need the experts in the WHO to tell American citizens, British citizens, what inoculations they should take and what the conditions of that's going to be. I think it's an outrage. So she, Alana, you're, as always, you're very astute in these. Isabel Oakeshott revealed nothing apart from a desire to deflect and to distract. And I think one of the things we do in Hard Truth is we zone in on the actual, the, the hard substance Exactly. Not, the, not the fluffy bit around it, you know. And as you say, it's about holding people to, yeah. um, to, to account. And then we get told by viewers that we haven't done that first. I think we, I think our, I think the, the record says it was so. So yeah, so so that's been a big story over this side of the channel. Now, but we'll we'll move yes, on. I quickly. think you're, you're quite wrapped up in sea puke. I always call it sea puke. That's it. Well, only because I've got a good friend from the UK who was at it. He was a guy called Peter Michael Vanna, who so some of you who watch this will know from me. I'd be in his show as well. Anyway, Peter was a guest in the in the audience. And uh, I mean, Alana, on, on CPAC, <laughs> on Trump's speech. Did you I watch mean, the whole thing? I watched edited highlights. <laughs> That's, uh, that was uh, sufficient for me. Um, but there wasn't that much wrong in what he said. I don't like the fact that he doubles down on the vaccine. That's a major problem oh, did for he? me. Did he? he? He did. He does. He can't. He can't let it go. And that annoys, I think, a lot of yeah. people. Now, yeah. I still instinct instinctively like him in, in in many regards. But but here's the thing, and this is what I wanted to ask you. Like it's all very well the base and that he got a great standing ovation and all of that, which you would expect. But but you have to go out into the real world of America, and do you think Trump? 23, 24 version will be capable, should he get the nomination, of doing what the 2016 version did. What do you think? Um, I, th I think there's just, I, you know, you don't want to go back. And, you know, someone's given one chance and the chance is tremendous. Um, you know, the House, both chambers, um, mm -hmm. you know, both chambers and the presidency and still uh, you don't deliver. He... So I know you you and I have discussed this and we did a, a podcast about um, yeah. Ron DeSantis. And, yeah. you know, uh, 
me being scrupulously honest, I can't uh, appropriate anyone's opinions for myself. Ann Coulter said something very interesting. She, she, Ann Coulter said she was, uh, she liked Ron DeSantis, uh, but he, she's not prepared to say anything until he fights for her vote. I thought that was a very good attitude to any of these people. And I don't see any, and that, that was a very good point. We forget, in, and especially the ditto heads that are following Trump now, is that they work for us. If you don't deliver, you're out. That's mm. it. You had your mm. chance. You don't bank on. Now we're sort of fulfilling the cult of personality that the left, the progressives have accused us of. So I think you had your chance. The, the points, the few points I didn't listen as much as you did that I picked up on the CPU 2023 um, from Trump was that he um, that he didn't voice neutrality in the conflict between Ukraine and um, and Russia, even though he promised to end the war in Ukraine. And then he qualified it. He dissembled. He said, even though we are interested in outcomes that are good for one side. So that was very speaking out of two, two sides of his mouth to me. Uh, and then about NATO, he continued to make the same title point, the purely fiscal utilitarian point that they must pay more than we do. Well, no, NATO, no. as you say all the time, is an, is an extension of, of US yeah. foreign policy. This whole, it's like, tinkering on the margins, on the philosophical margins. So I wasn't interested in that. Then he asserted that he never started a war. What do you think about that? Well, you, you know, it, well, he didn't start a, 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 a potential continental conflict. Let's put it like that. Uh, you know, so, um, uh, you know, like, like, like I, I do think, and I can see the comments coming in in this one here, but um, yeah, I mean, there's a comment. Yep. Just, excellent, yeah. excellent, Mr. Yeah. Trump, just fine. Uh, not will not forgive Trump for abandoning. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and he had, mean, didn't mention them in January sixes in his speech, did he? But no, he didn't. But but Alana, here's my real problem, and we'll, we'll maybe sort of just finish on this one. But I'm, I want to tell you tell tell me what you what you think about this. You see. I think I see all the comments, people saying we want to get Trump in. And, and, and listen, I have sympathies with that. I do have sympathies with that. My problem is, and you and I have talked about it here a lot. I think the U.S. electoral system itself is completely dysfunctional. It's like something out of the third world. The Democrats, yes, they've engineered the cheating to a, a high art, I suppose, or a low art, whatever you want to call it. And so I don't see, I don't know how the, the reversals of 2020 and 2022 can be changed for 24. I don't mean to be a doomster in this one, but I just struggle no, with no, that. What, no, what do you uh, think? No, I agree with you. The, the libertarian does not believe in voting. Um, you know, we've mm. discussed democracies are disenfranchised disenfranchisement of one minority or majority and even the majority that win there's no way everything we cover in these programs show that our representatives do not represent us because there's nothing you can only represent a people if the limit if if you do have a federal government and a local government of very limited uh, jurisdiction but that's for another point uh, that's for another show to discuss democracy in fact yeah. uh, my new my next book will be uh, um, on democracy. But one of our readers just quickly, um, uh, Distraction, said that he would like to discuss 
Trump with me. I this sorry, my parrot got hold of this book. <laughs> he loved <laughs> parrot loved uh, Trump, but I wrote the first libertarian book on on Trump. I read it. Yeah, um, the reader was just mentioning he'd love to. He can read that and. It is incredibly, I was so inspired by Trump that I wrote this, The Trump Revolution, The Donald's yep. cre Creative Destruction Deconstructed. I became an American citizen because of Trump. So that's how enthusiastic I was. And so, yes, um, read this and see that my I was truly for Trump. But And yeah. on, on the war front, um, so what I say is not just flippant. You know, Trump really was tremendous, was absolutely tremendous, but it, it didn't happen for us or for him. But I David, think... on the war front, just, just mm. to correct thing, he was very active in Niger, if if we remember that. He was active mm. in Niger, and Niger and only took tears from Ivanka to drop drop a daisy cutter on Assad and, you know. Yeah, that's right. That, that, I opposed that, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Assad and create all yeah. that narrative about Assad, who's an Alawite, friend to the Christians. The Christians of Syria love Assad. Yep. And then um, houseboy Jared, um, house-trained Jared Kushner, was absolutely overjoyed with Trump's backing of Riyadh, of, of Saudi Arabia. And this, just let's remember, Biden, the Democrats and the Republicans, and certainly the Republicans under Trump, support the Sunni Shia religious war in Yemen, which is absolutely heartbreaking and catastrophic. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and, and Ivanka yeah. shed no tears over Yemeni babies dying of starvation due to the blockade sponsored by the U.S., blockades, blockade by Saudi Arabia of Yemeni ports. Maybe maybe our producer can find a picture in, one, in that uh, column. Um, one of my columns, there is a picture of one of the, the babies starving there. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, um, that's yeah. so there was plenty action. Strange, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. What is this whole thing? Biden has not um, withdrawn support for the Yemeni for the Saudi Arabian um, oh, no. action in Yemen, Yemen. So was he anti-war, as you said? No, that's those are Syrians, but still suffering. <laughs> Pretty much, it's the same region. Yeah, still, still suffering. I, I mean, I, I also again, I say a final one for you. I think I saw Lindsay. Was it Lindsay Graham? Someone yes. anywhere today uh, saying that we sh he's sponsoring a bill. He's going to try and sponsor a bill to get American American military to move into Mexico. Did you say that he wants to send the troops in South? Yeah, and honestly, yeah, I'm not not kidding you, Alana. I saw it because uh, I what. I mean, my God, these warmongers. <laughs> That's so Lindsey Graham. <laughs> oh, it is so Lindsey Graham. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, a man without a shred of decency or credibility. And yet, yeah. funnily enough, very prominent in the GOP. Isn't yeah. that strange? Just like John McCain was. He's like John McCain. He's like Mitch McConnell. And you see, that's the other problem. Not only is the is your electrical system or system screwed, but but there's too much, there's so much swamp sitting in. Yeah. So, now, you can't blame Trump on all of that because somebody no. liked him, but, but there's an awful lot of it. And I wonder, you know, like, I don't know, he panders to some of it too much, I think. Uh, but he's, but then Trump, you see, sorry, Alan, you see when you wrote your book on Trump back in, back in 2015, 16, 16. and you wrote that. Yeah. So Trump was a more, maybe he was more innocent. Maybe he was more, less political 
do you think he's changed in, in that regard? Is he more political in 2023 than he was back in, in 15? I think he ran magnificently and he inspired magnificently. And when he came to power, he fizzled. He, he appointed the swamp. I think he so loves celebrity that the swamp and all the um, neocons appealed to him. Nikki Haley was a creature of oh, his imprimatur, imprimatur and uh, she went to the UN. In fact, I thought Bolton was better in the UN than she was. Yeah. But yeah, and he was he was friends with all the neocons. So yeah, he fizzled. I see. And I, I think see. the worst part was was mainly, and I covered it quite well during it was the the Kushner couple, the first couple in waiting. They were literally, I think they really imagined they would be um yeah. and they they wanted this Davos uh, chic, you know. Yeah. Uh, she went to meet the Pope instead of uh, Melania. Yeah. Um, so it was very nepotistic. He brought the kids into the White House. I, I don't want that. Mm. I, I see a few comments here. I see our friend City Troll says the cartels need to be labeled terror organizations wiped out. Yeah, I agree, Patty, but. But but it's not the role of the U.S. military to be doing that. Seal your border. Well, the, the military can go on the border. I'm I'm fine with that. Rather than on the border, yeah, that's on the border. border. Yeah. Let the military. Why invade? Why not just stand on the border and? Pro <laughs> we have enough military. We have a huge, mighty military. You know. Yeah. Well. well yeah. But well, Kamitatus is totally misread. Um, you know, it means that you can't deploy military on 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 civilian. Um, for civilian purposes, but invasion is hardly a civilian um, function. So putting the military, you don't need to invade China or invade uh, Ukraine or invade Mexico. You can just defend our borders. Imagine. What, we should end with that. What a revolutionary concept. Put the, <laughs> yeah, the military, Lana, the military yeah. on the American border without invading anyone. How's that? That'll solve exactly. all the problems. And, and, and just to supplant that thought, I would like to have the British Isles, we're an island. I'd like us to defend our sovereign territory as well. I don't want us adventuring in, in Ukraine or anywhere else. Let's direct all our resources to making our respective countries great again. And that means we keep out those that we do not want and we focus on our priorities. I think uh, Biotech Babe says our constitution gives us the right defend uh, against all enemies foreign and domestic yeah but defend defend on our own soil so to speak you know and uh i see all your comments look um can, I'm canadian mama see you've said lots of stuff what about all those u.s judges da's politicians taking bribes from the cartels yeah well you see that goes to lalana your point that these people are criminals essentially the 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 people in power are criminals. And once you understand that, it all makes sense to me. But listen, we finished on a positive note. Let's focus on ourselves. Um, and uh, look, folks, I hope you've enjoyed all that. Uh, uh, Alana, thanks uh, for being here. Thanks for being here. And please subscribe, everybody. Yeah, subscribe over on our channels, over on the Rumbles there. Uh, seeing as how you're not going to see me anymore on YouTube. Uh, make sure you go on to, to, to Rumble and we'll grow the Rumble channel even more. So go and do that. Uh, support Alana as well. Uh, thanks for being part of this, wherever you are. If you're listening to this in replay, hope you enjoy it. If you're uh, watching it in replay, hope you enjoy it as well. And Alana and I will be back with you in the very near future. So that's us uh, from me and Alana for tonight. Good night. <laughs>